Welcome to the podcast for WGTS Gateway Fellowship, a place that is about inspiring hope. You can learn more about us and hear more messages at mygatewayfellowship.com. Yeah, I, have a, I have a very simple word, but like I said, sometimes I, I find personally that it's oftentimes the, the easiest things that are the hardest to grasp. And even when you kind of grasp them to actually believe and accept and fully take into your soul and, and digest it and just hold on to it for dear life and know it, that this is a simple, simple fact that I can believe, that I can trust. And tonight, I want to talk about joy. Joy. It's a simple little word. Joy. You hear it all the time. You see it all the time in people's faces. You see it when the Ravens beat Pittsburgh two times in the season. There is joy on this face. There is the opposite of joy on another face of someone that I love. There is joy when the Redskins actually win a game. Gene, he's a happy man. There is joy whenever something good happens. You can, if, you, if you're honest with yourself and you think back, some of the most amazing times where you felt the most joy sometimes are the most simple things. The most simple things. And I was thinking of this. I was talking to my wife at home as I was preparing. And I was like, you know what? I kind of don't know what I'm going to say. And she was like, well, what are you talking about? I said, I'm talking about joy. And she said, well, what are some of the things that, you know, that bring you the most joy? And I literally was on the table like, I don't know. And, and she was just really quiet. And I looked at her, and she was just looking at me like, what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> like, right here. And I was like, yes, of course, dear. <laughs> I can honestly say, most joyful moment of my life, standing at the altar and seeing her walk down. Joy in my soul, joy in my heart, joy for every piece of me. Joy. Simple word. Sometimes little things like a football game or, man, I just had a good day. I'm just happy. Dwayne is here wearing his pink tie. That brings me joy. <laughs> or, you know, or the music is good or you just, there's just, you know, you sometimes just wake up feeling happy and, and that's awesome. And I want to talk about that. So let's pray and then we'll get into it. Father, thank you so much for simply being who you are. God, I am not worthy to speak your word, but through your blood and through your grace, you've called us all to be here. And in humility, Lord, we thank you. And I pray in a special way, Lord, that you would speak. And in this these few moments we would be drawn close to you in a way that maybe we didn't expect but a way that is real and powerful and life changing Um, help us Lord to lay the burdens of our lives our worries, stresses down for a moment so we can just hear you in Christ's name we pray let everybody say Amen Um, joy you know 
in thinking about this message and in thinking about what to say, there's a lot of different ways that we can go. And I thought it was really powerful the way we started off our, our set today, tonight, our time together. Joy to the world. And in this Christmas time that we're celebrating, whether, you know, this was when Jesus was born, well, that's besides the point. Let's just, you know, spare the details. The fact is, we have a God. You know what I'm talking about, Bruce. We have a God who left heaven. He left the most perfect place, perfection. He left it for you and for me because he loves us with an undeniable love, a love that will never, ever fail. He left the throne of heaven that we can't even imagine. The scripture says, I have not seen and ear has not heard the goodness that is before us. We don't know what's, we don't know what's going on, but God left all that. He left it all to come down to a stinky, smelly manger Lay down in this little thing with hay around him, and he's just crying. And he did this all for you and for me. That's good news, and somebody should say amen. amen. Only if you mean it. I mean, it's good news. If, you, if, it, if it's not, then, you know, we'll just keep going, and maybe, maybe it'll, get, it'll get that way. But you have to remember this, guys. Sometimes when life is beating you down, sometimes when you feel so discouraged, you have to remember this. You have to remember that we have a God who left everything to come and be close one of my favorite Christmas songs is, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, what does the name mean? God with us. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm close. I'm not far away. I'm not distant, but I'm right by your side. I remember this one time, a long time ago, me and my friend, uh, we were playing this game in the pool. We were swimming in, in, this, in this pool, and we were kind of like playing tag, except he was a lot faster than me, and I could hardly keep up. But I, I, for some reason, I was like going to be the annoying little friend, like the annoying little brother that, you know, that everyone has or, you know, whatever. And we played this game, and everywhere he goes, I was right on the side. He'd go down low, I'd be in the water, you know, hey, you know, like I'm right there. He would come on the wall, I would be there. I was just with him. That's the kind of God that we have. He's with us. There's no distance here. There's no space. There's no, I have to wait. Maybe I got to call God up. Man, I wonder if he's going to be around. No, I am Emmanuel, God with you. Good news, good news and challenging news as well because God is holy and God is sovereign God is perfection and we are not contrary to what some of us may think we are broken fallen people saved by grace through the power of Christ and we have a God who's with us we have to remember this he left everything for you and for me. He died on a cross to save us, carried our sin and our shame. And I don't know about you, but I have some ugly, ugly sins. I have some real shame. And Christ, my Savior, your Savior, bore it all on the cross so that we don't have to. That's good news. That's good news. And that's what we have to remember every single, single day. See, there's a, there's a peace and there's a joy that comes with knowing Jesus that is so deep and so powerful, it cannot be moved. I heard a pastor preaching, and he, was, he shared this, this thought that really resonated well with me. He was talking about the water, 
if you go to the beach and you're hanging out, you know, sometimes you can go to the beach and just sit on the sand and look at the waves and it's so beautiful, right? That, that smell of the, the salt water, it's just great, and the sand in your toes and just the clouds, the way it hits the water and the sun, it's just a beautiful, beautiful sight. Water sometimes can be so, so beautiful, but also, water can sometimes be so destructive. You think of these huge tidal waves, the tsunamis, all these big things that can, can cause so much damage. That water is so, many, so much like our lives, that there's good and there's bad, right? You have some ups and you have some serious lows. It's just life. But there's a place beneath the waves, beneath the waves, that has no idea about what's going on up top. It's not shaken by that. It's not shaken whether it's a whole bunch of wind going on or whether it's beautiful and picturesque and awesome. But there's this peace that stands still. It's consistent. It does not change. It is always there. It's beneath the waves. The joy and the peace of Christ that he offers us is like that which is beneath the waves. Though we go through tough times and the waves are crashing and the water is flaring up, there's still a peace beneath the waves, beneath the surface, in the heart of hearts that says, even though I'm going through this junk, even though I'm going through this mess, I still have peace. I can't explain it. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know how, but I still have peace. Good or bad, there's a deeper level with Christ joy and Christ's peace. It's not like the temporary stuff that we experience from time to time. Man, I just feel so great, and then later on in the day, I'm feeling so bad. You know, this is a consistent peace. And the thing about this peace is that you who have accepted Christ, who have accepted his love, you have a right to this joy. And sometimes we lose sight of that joy. In fact, in one, in one letter to the Galatians, Paul was writing to his friends and says, what happened to your joy? You guys used to be so happy. You used to be so happy. And now you got all this stuff going on, but there's this joy that belongs to you. You have rights. You have this right to joy. And I'm not talking about this happy, you know, just say a few prayers and I'll send you a, a magical handkerchief that'll make your life better. I'm talking about a deep joy that does not move because of who gives it to us. It's our Savior, Jesus Christ. You have a right to this. And you have an enemy that would love to take this from you. You have a real enemy who's strong and who knows you really, really well. He knows what buttons to push and what buttons to leave alone until the right time. And he will wait patiently and set you up. Beyond all of that, we have a God who is 10 times, I mean, not even, there's not even enough words to say how much stronger his love and grace is. There's no competition between this. It's not even a fight. It's like me fighting Darren. Darren is going down. You know it, no, no doubt. Or it's like, I don't know, let me, let me just get back on track. I just, just want to make sure you're with me. But I'm serious, there is no competition, but yet sometimes we end up losing this joy, this gift that belongs to us. 
And we got to remember that it's ours. This is something you can be very, very selfish about. This is my joy. This is my peace. It doesn't come from the world. It doesn't come from other people. It doesn't come from having a nice date or meeting somebody. It comes from Christ. It doesn't come from getting a lot of money, although, hey, that can bring you some joy too, but it's not going to last because you know their money's going to be gone right away. You know, it, it's, this is real joy that sustains. It doesn't leave. Let me just share this with you. From the book of John, chapter 16, and verse 22. Jesus is sharing with his disciples. But I, I really love the fact that Jesus calls his disciples friends. And he calls us friends. That sounds so much cooler. We're friends. Jesus is my friend. He actually really cares about me and wants to know what I'm doing. He's talking to his friends, and he says, um, you know, you're going to go through some tough times. He says, so with you now, this is the time to grieve. But I will see you again, and you will rejoice, and no one will ever take away your joy. I will see you again. I'll be with you, and no, no one, nothing can take your joy away. I invite us to live beneath the waves, not shaken by what's going on up top. There's going to be times that are going to be hard. I'm not even going to lie to you. But there is a peace that's available. Um, I never knew this, this feeling that I have right now. I know many of you who have this feeling, and I'm going to share what that is, for many years. It's when the holidays are not so joyful it's it's when the holidays are actually harder you i've heard that said so many times of for some this is the it's the greatest time but for also for others it's the time where you really realize the empty chair the void and um and there's no question that that this this season for me personally is 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 very difficult, and I was sharing again with my wife, of, you know, some of the the tough times, and we were reflecting. And I just want to share this testimony with you. I don't know if I've told some of you before, but when my mom, the night before my mother passed away, we went to the hospice, and um, I was going out of my mind. I, I didn't know what to do because what do you do when you're facing that? Do you know what I mean? What do you do when you're starting to just accept that, all right, this is it, and I don't know how to handle this? Um, I started to walk around the facility. You guys know I always tell you how I love to walk and pray. I'm that crazy dude in the woods talking out loud to Jesus. That's what I do. I started walking around this place and walking and walking and walking and honestly I must have walked around that place 300 400 times I could there was just nothing else that I could do and as I was walking around and as I was waiting I was 
I was crying out to God. I was angry. I was confused. I was, all, I was every human emotion that you can think of when you're about to lose your mother, who you love so much. She gave me life. I mean, that's, that is, it's huge. And I'm walking around this place, and um, it wasn't until a little bit later that I realized, you know, in that walk, I felt so abandoned. I'm not even going to lie to you. I felt so abandoned because I was like, why can't you just fix this? Why can't you just give us a little bit more time? It's two months before my wedding. Can't you let her see my wedding? You know, can't, come on, God, please, please, begging, bargaining, pleading, and, not, and just feeling so abandoned. But then I realized later on that there was something that still called me to walk. There was a reason, even though I was so upset, but I was still walking. I may have not understood. I still don't understand, but I'm still walking. Are you following me? I don't get it. You may not get it. But you still have the right to joy and you still have the right to continue the journey with Christ and continue walking. There's good times and there's bad times, but there will be a day and this is our promise. And we're reassured in this season that as surely as Jesus came the first time, he will come again. And then he says, nobody will take your joy. So I want to challenge you. Some of you right now may have your joy placed in the completely wrong things. It's in people, it's in relationships, it's in money, it's in things, just things that are going to go up and down. And when they go down, your joy is going to go down. And when they go up, your joy is going to go and you're just going to be like this schizophrenic, joyful person. And that's not what you want. Instead, I want to invite you to do something real and sustainable, the joy of Christ. They won't leave. I'm going to invite uh, Stephanie and the band to come back up. And um, there's, a, there's a simple song um, that I asked Stephanie to sing. And she gladly agreed. And to me, and I'm sure for many of you, it's just the answer to all of our, all of our questions, all of our issues, all of our pain. It's just focusing on the beauty of Jesus. Just Jesus. When my mom had her biopsies, every time she had three biopsies in the brain, because she had a brain tumor, and every time she came out, she couldn't speak, she couldn't remember names, but she always remembered one name. She would be there drugged up, face swollen, face black and blue. Mama, I said, she's like, you know, couldn't get the words out, but she always remembered this one name. I swear, I'm not lying. It was always... I said, Mama, you, you got to just remember the most important name. You know what it is, Mama. Said, Jesus. Jesus. Is it? Could we ask for anything more? Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.